I think it's also interesting to think about in many people's minds, they think of developing passion in a relationship primarily from sexuality. Mm-hmm. And what we know is that there are so many other ways to create passion and purpose in our life. And in fact, we kind of like to take the focus off of that to figure out how else we create passion with one another that's very unique to our relationship. And actually doing that through creating vision is one of those ways. Welcome to the Faithful and True Podcast. We're happy today to have with us as our special guest, Debbie Laser, the director and co-founder of Faithful and True. Deb, welcome back to the podcast. Yes, thank you. I good, love being here. Good to have you here mm-hmm. as always. And as always, <laughs> we, we have Dr. Greg Miller, the host of our podcast. And we're going to continue our series that we began a number of weeks ago on questions. And uh, Deb came to us with a great question yeah. today. You know, one of the things that I'm aware of is how many of the questions come from conversations and experiences um our clinicians have with their clients Mm -hmm. and this is an example of that you were having a conversation with someone and this Mm -hmm. question came up yes right so the client I was working with she and her husband have been doing some great work in recovery themselves and she said really we're doing so well I I feel like um, I would like to work on creating some vision for the future you know it seems like we maybe spend too much time just reacting to things and I would like to be more proactive about that Mm And uh, that immediately led my little mind to think about that's what we talk about in terms of vision, right. that it's a proactive assignment to work on, so to speak, in our lives so that we can start creating the life we want instead of just reacting to the life we have. Right. Well, and it's that idea, that principle of recovery, if you're going to stop something, start something. Mm-hmm. That, you know, in the three circle plan, the, the circle that we're moving towards is the green circle that represents growth. And a part of that is vision, that there is something that you're moving towards, that there's this invitation to something new that you're hearing and that you're responding to. Mm -hmm. I think it's also interesting to think about, in many people's minds, they think of developing passion in a relationship primarily from sexuality. Mm -hmm. And what we know is that there are so many other ways to create passion and purpose in our life. And in fact, we kind of like to take the focus off of that to figure out how else we create passion with one another that's very unique to our relationship. And actually doing that through creating vision is one of those ways. Right. And I think one of the mistakes that couples can make is believing that in order for us to have a vision or to have a passion, we have to agree on a lot of things or we have to agree on everything And the reality is sometimes that which we are most passionate about is getting to know our spouse and supporting our spouse and what it is that they have energy for. Mm -hmm. And so, yes, in some situations, we'll see a couple who both have interest and passion in the same thing. And so kind of creating a vision around that can be easy. But sometimes it really is about just celebrating the uniqueness and the differences in a coupleship and supporting each other as we seek to find the vision for who we want to be and the people that God created Mm -hmm. us to be. So that kind of brings up a a division really about, or a two-part maybe discussion about vision, which is 
One, we believe everyone needs to work on an individual Mm -hmm. uh, vision for themselves because it's true we can't do everything with someone else, especially one person in our life. So if all we focus on is couples vision, then we may miss out on some of those things that are unique to our own growth and development. Um, For some people, the reverse may be true. There is so much emphasis on just personal vision that um, they haven't thought enough about what couples vision looks like. Mm -hmm. So we like to spend time talking about both of those things. Right. Well, and so, you know, the idea of recovery, recovery is becoming the person that God created you to be. And obviously that's painting in a very broad stroke. Vision would be personalizing that. What does it look Mm -hmm. like? If I'm going to be the person that God created me to be, how does it manifest itself in my own life? What, what am I drawn towards? What do I have gifting towards? What am I interested or curious about? And that's where that passion comes from. But it is the unique expression of who I am and who God created me to be. Mm-hmm. And, you know, speaking of that, Greg, I think that's one of the things that prevents us from even getting at this work is that it's it's so big mm-hmm. you know it's like saying well what do you want to create vision about and usually we think about maybe a career right. um, and we we may get stuck on just trying to figure out what I'm going to do in life and how I will serve that way um, and that's a part of it for sure but we've worked on um, kind of dividing vision up into a bunch of little slices as we call them right. I brought my pie. Oh, she <laughs> so you have the visual aid she, she has <laughs> materials Greg. <laughs> my materials um, but in this pie we talk with people about a lot of smaller divisions of vision because it makes it more manageable. Mm -hmm. And we even have them go to work on just doing a couple, three, maybe four of these at most um, at a time to really dive into what what is a mission vision statement for each one of these because that will then drive our behaviors and what we choose to do. And I think it's important for us to just acknowledge that we didn't come up with this idea of the vision. This mm-hmm. is something that is incredibly important scripturally. Mm-hmm. And in fact, it's given in such a way that we're told that where there is no vision, people perish. Mm-hmm. That it's not an optional thing, that I, I can have a vision or not have a vision. But there is this implication that if I'm not living through a vision, that I do wander, I am lost. Mm -hmm. And in that wandering and lostness is where I perish. Mm -hmm. Um, The way that I describe a vision to the men is a vision is an invitation from God to something new based upon where you are. You know, I always think that vision starts with truth. You know, God is a Mm -hmm. wise God. God knows where we are. And so if there's an invitation to something new, it's going to start there. And one of the ways that we can distinguish between vision and fantasy is fantasy is based upon something that is not real. When I talk about fantasy as a mixture of reality and magical thinking. It's this idea that something's going to come along to rescue me and make everything okay. Well, that's not a vision. Mm -hmm. Um, And for a lot of people, we have this grandiose desire for something, but it's not based in reality. And so even the beginning is difficult But if I can start with where I am, I can hear God's invitation, then I can go to whatever's going to be new. So I'm thinking of an example. You know, I'm leaving tomorrow to go visit my son and his wife in Virginia, and um, they're hosting a pickleball tournament for a fundraiser. And uh, he said, I'd love to have all the family there to support this. I go, 
I'm in. I'm coming. He goes, well, I want you to be in it, too. I go, okay, I'm in it. Sign me up. I'm in the pickleball tournament. And my fantasy might be, I'm going to show up, be the oldest person there, and I'm going to win the, win the whole thing. You know? That'd be perfect. Now, the problem is I've never played pickleball before. <laughs> There's some challenges. <laughs> Details. 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 And so my vision, <clears throat> maybe if I look at it from a more realistic place, is I want to go and just have fun. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to enjoy my son and his wife and enjoy the whole environment and maybe work a little bit on my you know endurance mm-hmm. which could use some help and however it ends up it ends up and right. I'm good with that and what if part of your vision is I want to be cautious I want mm-hmm. to name my limits oh, so okay. I'm not going to go out there and extend myself in a way that Do could be hurtful things. yeah um, <laughs> so I'm going to I'm going to start with the truth of who I am I, <laughs> oh, I have good, never great. played pickleball and yes. so I can't imagine that <laughs> It would be good for me to go out there and give everything I have and end up injured. Oh, yes. So sometimes the, we begin a vision by the truth of our limitations. Mm, and like that, that helps us to right-size our expectations. Okay. I'm going to put that in my vision statement. Yeah. <laughs> so in other words, if Greg isn't your pickleball partner, right. you'll be in good shape. Yeah, there is some truth to that. <laughs> Actually, I did, I did name those limitations to my son. He said... Don't worry, Mom, I've got it. I think I can beat almost anybody there, so you just need to show up and hold your racket. (laughs) So he's your partner. (laughs) So that will work out. But, you know, just like we're talking, vision can create so much energy Mm -hmm. in us. And usually when we're in line with something God does want us to try that's new, put something into our life that's going to help us grow or enjoy his beautiful earth here Mm -hmm. for us, We have an incredible amount of energy. We often don't need as much sleep. We can um, do things longer. We can, you know, have a more joyful Mm -hmm. attitude about things. And I love that about vision. Okay, so I want to go back to this because I think that this is a beautiful example of... So vision has several layers. So the first vision can be about something as simple as pickleball. Mm -hmm. Well, but also you said that this was a nonprofit, that it was something that was trying to do something beyond yourself. So there's this vision of giving yourself your time, your energy, your resources to something that is beyond you that will serve someone else. And that gives us more excitement. But then there's also this vision of just being with your children to Mm -hmm. nurture that relationship um, with John and Renee and to be connected in that experience. And so it would be easy to diminish this and say, well, this is just about pickleball. But it's not. It's about fully becoming the person that you desire to be. Maybe it is physically and athletically playing pickleball, but it's also it, relationally. It's mm-hmm. also in the way you serve, the, be, the how you're going to show up in community. Right. And that's part of the, the beauty and the intricacy of a vision is it is more comprehensive sometimes than we first realize. So, perfect example. <laughs> On my little sheet here, there are three slices that you just talked about. And one is recreation. Do mm-hmm. I want to learn some new recreational things for fun for mm-hmm. myself? And I do. And another one is about my family and significant others and what's my vision there. And it is to spend time with them. Whether I went out for this or I just went out because I, I wanted a visit, um, that's still going to be part of my vision is to include family in my life. Mm-hmm. And another one is spirituality. And this happens to be a fundraiser for uh, raising funds for mental health. And in my mind, that's kind of what we do. We serve others. We serve God by helping people with mental health issues. So it, it's serving all three of those slices of vision for me. Mm-hmm. And um, they do intersect. And sometimes one trumps another. Like one of them on here is finances. 
Um, it could be that for some, the finance vision, which is I want to be frugal and not spend any extra money, and especially now when gas prices are so high, would prevent them from wanting to buy that plane ticket to get out there. Even though there are other slices of vision that would be served, it could be that that slice trumps it mm -hmm. in the moment. And that can, that can be so... For some of us, um, the next thing I'd like to talk about is what what gets in the way of our, you know, mm -hmm. creating vision for mm -hmm. ourselves, because I think that's where we run into trouble, especially in coupleships, where we have one person who's very visionary, always thinking about those kinds of dreams, so to speak, how to make life more passionate and more purposeful. And we have another one who's very practical. And all those steps to get there end up being too big, too hard, and they're almost like the breaks to vision. Right. Well, and given that example, it's almost as if sometimes um, vision can seem to compete against each other. Mm -hmm. That my vision of, of being safe in my finances, being wise in my finances, could also be competing with my vis vision to be connected to family mm -hmm. if family doesn't live nearby. And so... It's also wrestling with, as an individual, how do I prioritize my visions, you know, especially if they're competing against each other and name my limits. But then you've also identified the complication when I'm trying to partner with someone, my spouse, and we may approach this differently. We may prioritize different ones. Um, and, you know, we've, we've kind of talked about the seven desires. Our visions are connected to that for someone their, their vision around finances is about safety. Mm -hmm. um, their vision around family and relationships is about being included. Well, both of those are very important. So how do we navigate those mm -hmm. individually as we try to prioritize, but also in our coupleship? Mm -hmm. Well, if you don't mind, maybe we, when I was working with this client, I wanted to help her know how to begin this process. Mm -hmm. So um, I asked her to, because I wasn't working with she and her husband together, and that, that's ideal to do that in couples counseling, by the way. I asked her if she'd be willing to have a conversation with her husband about what was vision like for each of them when they were growing up. What did they see? What did they hear in terms of how their parents talked about vision or not? Were they kind of a reactionary family? Did they just kind of get from one day to the next? And put out things as they came along and deal with solutions that way? Or did they have, you know, did they have a one-year plan, a five-year plan, a 10-year plan? Mm. Which, of course, we're open to how God, you know, orchestrates that right. in our life. I do want to mention that. We don't just plan everything out without um, looking towards what his plan is for us. So I asked her if she would have that conversation because what I think is helpful is it opens up um, why we do what we do in vision. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I know when Mark and I began uh, living together, married and living together, he was one of those big visionary people. You know that about mm -hmm. Mark. Yes. Lots of visions. <laughs> I, I'm hearing about them today from people, even after he's passed away, they're telling me, oh, Mark talked with me about this, and a lot of times I didn't even know about it, you know. But I came from the practical side of things because that's my family. They're very practical. We're very finance-oriented, saves, don't spend unwisely, all of that, which um, is all good. Let me ask you, yes. in your family, Deb, would you all not use the word vision, but would you use the word goal? That Sometimes. We would have this goal. <laughs> yeah. and maybe for some families they use the word goal 
And it was some sort of expression of a vision, but maybe yeah. a more practical term. It might have been, but I think the, the vision slash goal, whatever it was, was primarily about finances and education. Mm-hmm. Usually we might have something we hear in our family, but it's, you know, it's all along one slice here right. on my sheet. Yeah. And, um, and that's true. The goal was for everybody to go to college. That, that was kind of talked about, not as if, would you want to go? It was just talked about where will you go and right. what will you study? Um, not, not particularly a bad vision. Um, and yet there were a lot of other things that would have been interesting to maybe talk about or hear about, you know, in terms of their vision too. Right. Um, but all that to say, I think Mark and I did more of this in the beginning before we learned how to talk about vision and what was unique to each one of us and how we might change some of that so that we could become more partners in it. And that was the beauty and a lot of the passion and purpose that grew in our marriage in recovery because we started learning how to do that process. And so I think when Mark could hear about some of my fears that were very practical, but also they were necessary to talk about. And I knew the fun of creating vision, and I really wanted to be a visionary person. It just seemed like somebody needed to have their feet on the ground. Um, When we could share that, I think we could both enter into our relationship with each of us doing both of those things together. Mm -hmm. You know, what's true is sometimes when life is most difficult, is when we believe vision is less accessible. And yet when life is most difficult is when vision is most needed because vision is the reminder that there can be something beyond what we're just experiencing. So, you know, whether it's talking about making sure every child goes to college or just doing something together fun in our coupleship, it's this idea that it does remind us that whatever's going on now is important and there can be something different, new, or more beyond this. Mm-hmm. And I think our couples that we're working with, with all the devastation of um, betrayal and sexual addiction, really need to know and have the hope for a different life that can be there for them. It's true, we can get very focused on what we need to do to get through some of that devastation of discovery and help we need for sobriety and the relationship and all of that and it's not where we will focus the rest of Mm -hmm. our lives and I I think many of us wonder that early on it's like gosh is this going to be our life forever we're talking about this kind of stuff and going to meetings and in counseling forevermore and the answer is no right (laughs) you know it isn't and Um, it can be very basic I remember Mark teaching the men at the workshop that maybe your vision is that in a year you will be sober, that you will have had a year of sobriety. And for the man, that is something practical, you know, that that's something I can be moving towards, but it's also casting this vision that there is a way to live beyond what I'm experiencing currently. Mm-hmm. And that could, you know, I, I, I think vision brings hope, mm-hmm. um, that, that that's part of if there's no vision, we perish. Well, if there's no vision, Many times it's because there's no hope either. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and really our experiences in not only creating a, a, um, vision, but then the goals, which are the steps to get to our vision statement, mm-hmm. um, become the overriding behaviors that, that start pushing some of the hard stuff in our life to the background. Mm-hmm. And, and that is why we can let go sometimes of those times or those years where we've gone through really hard things because we're working at overriding that now with some of the new life that we're bringing in, the new passion and purpose to our life. 
So overriding is a great way that vision brings new life to us. Right. And it's why we like to bring it up when couples are in a more stable place. And they, we don't recommend this for, you know, the first part of a journey through addiction, obviously. Uh, when a couple has reached a more stable place, then this is a good time to start putting this kind of work into place. Um, you've talked about your slices of the pie. Why don't yeah. you just identify what the slices are that you have on your vision chart? Okay. And I don't know if we'll have much time to talk about them, but we could if I was invited back. <laughs> okay. we, we probably just, will do Just that. a moment. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. We'll, we'll, okay. we'll talk to the executive yeah. committee to okay. see if, if that's possible. <laughs> I think we can make it work. You can make it work. Okay. Because some of these, you might say out there, <laughs> people who are listening, well, those are kind of crazy things, but we'll, we'll, we can talk more about them. So. Mm-hmm. Um, I told you they were little pieces of vision. One of them might be physical health. What's my vision about what, what I want for myself mm-hmm. or how do we want to work on that together? Transportation. I know that's a weird one. No, 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 um, no. I environment. Think... These are all really important. Though. Absolutely. Emotional health. Recreation. Social life. Um, parenting. What kind of parent do I want to be? Um, family and significant others. Spiritual life finances, education, accountability, careers and vocations, and last but not least, sexuality. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, okay. Those are 14, and there probably could be more. Right, but I think that that's a good place to start, and mm-hmm. I want to go back to transportation, oh. because I've, I've heard this as we've talked about it at the mm-hmm. couples workshop at times when we talked about vision. Transportation isn't just how I want to get around. But transportation is how much time do I want to spend getting around? And we've talked about, you know, if you have an opportunity to move or if you have an opportunity to get a new job, what's the commute going to be? Well, is it going to be an hour commute, an hour and a half commute, a 15-minute commute? And it's really having a vision of how, how much proximity do I want to my family, to friends, to church, to my work? And so... It, it may be a simple one or it may be a complex one, depending on a person's story, but having a vision about transportation is significant. And what we also know is for those people that may be stuck in economic chaos, transportation is one of the needs that must be addressed in order to begin to move mm-hmm. forward. Do we have time for a short story? Absolutely. Well, Mark and I were working with a couple, a younger couple, they didn't have children yet, and they loved living um, out in the country. Um, they had a really nice hobby farm north of Minneapolis, and they had a lot of animals. They had some horses, goats, chickens, you know, the whole nine yards. Um, they both were professionals and worked downtown Minneapolis. So they had a commute every day, both of them, 45 minutes into the city, 45 minutes home. And when they got home, of course, they had this farm with all the animals that needed their help. After doing that for a while and coming here also about his addictive issues, they began to look at their vision, and they realized as much as they loved it out there on that farm, that they were spending way too much time in the car. Mm-hmm. And they didn't like that part of their life. And so they created a vision around transportation to say, we really do want to live much closer to our work. Um, it led them to have to create goals or steps to make that vision happen. And those included finding good homes for their animals. They weren't going to just, you know, sell them off. Right. They wanted to make sure they had good homes. 
It meant they had to sell that property. They had to figure out where they were going to live. They had to live with in-laws for a while while all that was happening. But in a matter of about a year and a half, they pulled off all the steps to be able to live closer to their work, enjoy more life together and fun things rather than transportation. And they were extremely happy about that. And they were happy about their process, about how they went through it. You know, it didn't just happen overnight. They took a lot of time to really talk through what this was going to involve, getting the help they needed to make that happen. And um, it was just a wonderful story about how all this vision came together for them to create a better life. Right. Well, and one thing from that example, which I think is is so perfect, is envision will cost us. Mm -hmm. That if we're going to move towards something, sometimes, most of the time, what that means is we have to move away from something. That we are going to give up something else in order for this thing to be realized. And so even understanding, as I enter into a space of vision, that yes, there will be something good that will come from this, especially if it's God's invitation. And yet, even if God is inviting me to something new, it doesn't mean that I'm not going to have to give up something else many times in order to get there. Mm-hmm. Very true. Well, it sounds like we could continue this conversation. Yeah, could we? Think we should. And so we'll plan to do that in the future, maybe pretty soon. Okay. And so thanks for coming and starting this conversation about yeah. vision. Great, thank you. I love talking about passion. Well, that shows. That's great. Thank you, Deb, for joining us today. And uh, we hope that today's uh, podcast for you has been meaningful and beneficial. And if you are uh, out there and you're hearing uh, Greg and Deb talk about vision, uh, maybe part of your vision is to break free from the stronghold of sexual addiction. And we invite you to visit our website, faithfulandtrue.com where men can find the invitation to uh, register and attend the Men's Journey Workshop. Their spouses uh, have the opportunity to come for our Women's Journey Workshop. And couples together uh, can register and see all of the details involved in the Couples Journey uh, Workshop. Uh, We we hope that you'll take a look at that. Uh, The website is filled with many valuable resources, among them, these podcasts. We have over 400 podcasts now uh, that are available for you to listen and in many cases view. So until we join you again next week, we hope that the coming week will be a week for you that's filled with many blessings and with great vision. Uh